Quick content warning, this podcast details crimes and descriptions of violence that may be disturbing or triggering. It may not be suitable for all listeners. We'll do our best to warn listeners about what to expect before each episode and to include them in our show notes. So enjoy the show. Hello. Hello, Julie. How are you doing? Kind <laughs> show, everybody. Ongitori, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Crimes in the Basque. All of the Basque Yes. Forever <laughs> ambiguous in my brain. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Um, so we're doing a cheeky show this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be short, because no. cheeky means small. It is. So just short small stories. episodes. It's just, yeah, mm. short little stories it might be a little bit shorter today but maybe maybe let's see yep so how have you been douglas any news to report um i don't think necessarily no no i'm extremely stoked on the good weather personally i love Mm -hmm. spring Mm -hmm. i love me some summer so i'm really happy it's definitely hotting up long days and warmer yeah so that's happening here but it's also a little little worrying because we're probably not going to have you know a good uh well we'll have a drought probably Mm. this summer which means all of our food is going to be at risk agriculture well i mean the basque country will be fine (laughs) maybe yeah we got a lot of i mean we haven't had any rain though all of april no rain I just got a feeling that like December or, or, or you know January or something, they were saying there was tons of rain. No, there wasn't. There wasn't? The whole winter, okay. no rain. It was like three weeks in February and that was it. And usually it's from December to June <laughs> that it's raining pretty mm. consistently. Mm. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well. Maybe we'll just have a very rainy summer and that'll just rain on everyone's parade for summer plans. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. So, yeah. So, yeah. We're having a very fun drink today. Oh, yeah, because I was feeling very summery. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to bust out a cocktail instead of a, a beer or wine. Yeah. And we're having... So, we're having strawberry gin. Do you want to introduce yeah, the cool. cocktail? Strawberry gin. I bought some raspberries. Mm. Put those in there. Lime. Yeah, there was a special tonic, you think? Some, what was it? Some berry tonic. Berry tonic and mm-hmm. uh, bubbly fruity. water. Yeah. Very fresh, not very sweet. Loving it. Mm-hmm. Ten pints, Julie. Let's, let's, let's cheers, cheers for our Cheers. Listeners. So it's not Basque, but it's fine. It's spring. Yeah, it's it's spring. We looked it up. It's from Jerez, right? In the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a very traditional alcohol-producing region. Right. So Because isn't that sherry? Like, yeah, exactly. Where sherry comes from? Yeah. Jerez is... is Sherry is a version in English of Jerez. Yeah. And the drink as well. Yeah. There you go. Cheers so there to you go. Cheers. Cheers to Jerez. <laughs> cheers to summer cocktails. That also. That also. <laughs> I have to say, like, it's not too, like, it's like, it's. we had a couple of days ago, we had a really hot day. 
and then it went down again to like maximum 23 which i think is lovely yeah that's celsius for those of you yeah i'm sorry i can't translate which is like guess like 30 would be like almost 85 i have no idea something like that and let's just say numbers 23 (laughs) would be like 70 or something somewhere around there means nothing to me yeah it's like saying 2.5 it'll mean something to anyone that like lives in fahrenheit i know i'm sorry which is american listeners (laughs) essentially get over and maybe uk listeners no i don't think think they know both no i think older people know that but not really no oh okay our producers nodding her head Okay. I mean, it's just, I've seen a lot more, like, younger channels on YouTube that mm-hmm. are from America, like, dissing this as well. Which dissing is, the empirical system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a stupid system. <laughs> so, it feels like, you know, we're allowed to be anti-Fahrenheit. Sure, let's all talk in Celsius, and everyone will just be like, 23? That's freezing. What are you nah, talking you can, about? You can translate. Yeah. So, look it up, because there's some really convoluted math formula to figure it out uh, nobody cares it's I've only never americans problems went through you know the process of figuring it out myself so right so i just you, look it up i just put it in google you still think what is this in fahrenheit right if i'm wondering okay but you have your thing and mobile is in celsius oh yeah okay no no i think in celsius now oh good good yeah i think in kilometers now used to think in miles but now i think in kilometers feet You've transitioned. I, you know, I don't think in feet anymore. I think in, Welcome to... Well, actually, no, that's not true. I don't think in feet in terms of, like, your height. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, okay. No, that's, that's... I still don't know how tall I am in centimeters. <laughs> that's cute. Maybe it's too depressing. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always small. It's always a small number. I'm a very small person. It's I'm never a shock that should be I'm so small. Yeah. Get into small places, huggy places. I do. I could fit in a dryer if I need to. (laughs) That's a good one. Can you still do that, Julie? I'm going to try. I'm going to go home tonight. No, I don't encourage that. I don't encourage any of our listeners or you to do that. I'm not going to turn it on. I'm just going to see if I fit inside. Well, but there could be so many problems. I might mess up the dryer, though. Yeah. Yeah. Too much weight, something like that. Shh. We don't think so. That's also, I have to think like in pounds versus in kilos, so... That's another thing I have to think about. You see, you're just creating I've problems switched, for No, yourself. I've switched my own brain, but it took a while hmm. to hmm. switch. The, to switch. Yeah, so. it, it, yeah, I've switched so many times of everything. That, I mean, it's most not, not that. Like, I've always used meters and stuff. But, like, I grew up for a long time in Brazil. And so there was a lot of changing currency. I think I had seven currencies during my time in oh, Brazil. Oh, currencies, yeah. yeah. That must be very confusing. I became a millionaire. How much does this thing cost, nothing. really? <laughs> I'd get dollars and exchange rates and that kind of How thing. How much should a piece of candy cost? I mean... <laughs> Half a million? Five? Five. <laughs> it's all relative. Uh, yeah. New Cruzados, 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 <laughs> New Cruzados. They can't, they're such So they just went names. with the same name and put one was new, one was old? The, the, the stupid one was when they had this one called Cruzeiro, which is like a cross or okay. like something like that. And then, then at some point they changed it to Cruzado, which is like another way of saying cross yeah. or a cross. <laughs> and then, then they had the Cruzeiro Novo, like the new Cruzeiro. And it's like, oh, come on, guys. Like, what's even the point of changing at this time, right? Yeah. They even had the like version where they like stamped three zeros behind banknotes and that was supposed to be the new number, you know, all sorts of ridiculous <laughs> things. God, how do people keep up? 
Exactly. I, I would have been lost. Exactly. Totally mm-hmm. lost. Fahrenheit seems like nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> that formula, the days when you had to do math formula and didn't have Google mm. to look things up. It's all over now. Google's, yeah. Google's Google with us. Google the day. Google's with us. So for, for <laughs> Well, any... our podcast is about if we if we want to refresh our listeners. Exactly. All our new listeners, Julie. Yes, Let's all the new it listeners. introduce a little bit. Hello, welcome. Hello. It's um, it's uh, about crimes of the Basque lands, but the Basque lands would incorporate anything from anywhere Basque a Basque country person went, and anywhere in the world that a Basque that a Basque person was. Yeah, you know, yeah. Living. Something happened, and they were a victim of a crime, or he's a the, the perpetrator of a crime, yeah. or he reported in a crime, involved somehow. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so it's all it's all. The judge was Basque. Oh, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's tenuous. It doesn't have. And to we be. learn things about the Basque country on our way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surnames That's and right. places. Surnames, places, traditions. some language. Little things. lessons. Yeah. That's so. Cute. So today on the Cheeky Sode, we're going to talk about some small stories or just like headlines that we found. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You have our first story. Uh, the first story is kind of sad, mm-hmm. but it's pretty Basco, you know, okay. if you ask me. Okay. Uh, okay, so this was in Kipuzkoa in Irun. Mm-hmm. Kipuzkoa. Famous, quite a big town, I think. <laughs> yeah. Next to Donostia, right? San Sebastian? Mm-hmm. Yep, very close More to or less. Donosti or San Sebastian. So, two men found dead mm-hmm. in a hamlet in the Ola Berria neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. So, it's a small little village right outside of Irun, I guess. Okay. Ola Berria. Or that's the neighborhood, a small outskirts neighborhood. It's kind of hard to know here because they have so many names, right? Sometimes there's a municipality and then you'll have the neighborhoods, but then you'll have like special names. And I'm probably saying it wrong. Ola Berria, maybe it would be. I I don't know. It didn't have the accent on it. Ola Berria, yeah. Ola Berria. I think it could be both. Yeah. So, yeah. they. um, So, these two men, one of which was aged 53 and the other 47, they Mm -hmm. were found... um, and this, so that's what they're calling the neighborhood, Olaveria, mm-hmm. in Irun. Mm-hmm. And um, they both died of gunshot wounds, specifically gun, shotgun, mm-hmm. gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that the two men had been kind of like partners in business. They owned a piece of land. They'd bought up some land together for... Uh, for caravan use, like to park caravans right. there, right? Like, or like, so there, it was like an old, I, I read somewhere that it was a slaughterhouse, an old slaughterhouse, okay. and they ended up buying that property, mm-hmm. just unused, not used anymore, slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and we're going to commercially, like, change the purpose the use of, of it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it, they, they're suspecting that it was part of a dispute between, business dispute between the two. And but that both one were of dead? Them, mm. One of them shot the other uh-huh. and then committed suicide. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. That's intense. I know. So that's their conclusion then? That it's, it just happened. So okay. the investigation is ongoing. Still ongoing. Yeah. So that's the speculation, I guess, at this point as to why this might have happened. 
I guess talking to family members or whoever mm-hmm. and be like, well, they were having some disagreements. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Why did you think it was such a Basco crime though? I didn't think it just happened in the Basque country. Oh, That's right, the tenuous right. link. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crime that happened in the Basque I mean, lands. <laughs> Basque people are businessmen. That's that's definitely true. True. Hmm. true. Lots and it's a really rural area where they were, so mm-hmm. it's probably a small. I'm sure everybody knew these guys, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm sure it's probably. really rocked the area. Like yeah. pretty shocking. I, I would I would think so. It is. Shocking and I would yeah. imagine the suicide was maybe you know up uh, you know factors into the fact that that it was such a small place and like how mm. like maybe heat of the moment murdered this guy and then thought what have i done yeah and how am i gonna face everybody after this yeah sort of thing yeah very heavy and they're pretty young too like 47 53 okay wow i mean that's not that young but it's yeah you know prime of their lives i guess at least taxable (laughs) yeah so they apparently had like continuous disputes about how to manage the property that they owned Hmm. together well, so. let's let's not buy an abattoir together. I know, just... right? It just leads to murder. <laughs> Blessing of the day. <laughs> I mean, that was the vibe in the property. It was just like a killing property. <laughs> mm. So that's my first story. So I, 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 I'll, I'll, you know. Just... Do you have questions? Well, well, one, I wanted to explain myself. Like, I live here and I have no idea this happens. It's because I don't watch the news in, mm. in, in Castilian or or Basque. I should, I'm starting to watch it in Basque, but not much. Mm-hmm. So that's how I don't know about those things. So Yeah, it was pretty fresh, though. When did this happen? Yeah. This was, uh, dang it, I didn't even look, but let me look at the link. I always keep the link on April 20th. Okay. So I guess that was a little while ago. 420. I was celebrating. 420, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 420, yeah. Well, yeah, that was um, a crime for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was in the Basque lands. It was about 10 days ago. Ouch. No, 15 days ago. Very sad. Well, yeah. I hope everybody recovers somewhat from this tragedy. That's really yeah. not... It's going to take time, huh? It doesn't have any information if they had family. I mean, mm. obviously the family, but like... I don't yeah. Know if like, they were married or mm. had children or anything. So, yep, there's that. Ouch. So Keep an eye on that. Maybe it'll develop into an even more intense story that we could possibly do a long, a main episode on. Sure, yeah, maybe, possibly. Yeah, some convoluted stuff in there that... Could be interesting. Like, what? What? Find some drugs yeah, or something. Yeah, twists. Yeah. We, we, are not, <laughs> we are not suggesting anything, but it would be interesting. <laughs> it would be interesting. My okay. turn then? Yeah, sure. So... Uh, in honor of a, of a, of a friend I'm, I met from Colombia, mm-hmm. I was looking for crimes in Colombia. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, it was qu- we took a little bit longer than usual to find crimes today. Um, and I kept coming across different things, amongst them how there's a very heavy um, presence of Basque people in this region called Antioquia okay. in Colombia. And uh, I think I saw, I actually saw a news story about that today too when I was oh, researching. Really? Yeah. It was just speaking about that in general. Yes. That story, I saw that. 
So, well, this is, uh, I mean, I, it, it's not necessarily connected to that, but it was interesting to come across that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we will definitely visit that area again. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, at some point, I think in the 70s, some researcher was looking into the books in, in Bogota and found the phone books, just that, that kind of research and just counted up all this Basque, the Basque. surnames. Uh -huh. And he found more than 215 or more than 200 surnames. And this is a town or a region? Antioquia is a region, like I would say it's a state. I'm not sure okay. if they call it a state. Yeah. Um, and then Bogota is the capital. Right. So, you know, just saying it's quite a big presence there they've mm -hmm. got. All right. It's, it sounds like I, I'm going to like to go back to the historical part and uh -huh. find some crime histories, history crimes there. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm not sure where this occurred because it's kind of in a forest. But it is in Antioquia. Oh no! Here it says here. I just don't know what a corregimiento. It's a it's a in the in the corregimiento of Yarumal, which is in Antioquia. So I guess a corregimiento is something like a municipality or something. Mm. Anyway, so it's in the region of Antioquia. And uh, one year ago, it, it um, this girl was killed, Laura Alejandra Flores Aguirre. Aguirre. Uh -huh. being our surname of, of concern here. Uh -huh. Like it's a very traditional Basque, Basque surname. surname. I think I think even one of the first, uh, well, one of the Peneuve people is an Aguirre. Mm. One of the top, uh, the yeah, the main nationalist party here. Mm -hmm. There's some Aguirre, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but it's, it's a Google away. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely is. And um, it, 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 the, she was um, um, a geologist and she was working to find gold for, um, for Continental Gold, which is a company from Canada. Okay. And they would work for, I think it was 20 days and then they would have 10 days off mm -hmm. and then they'd go back. And so she was, she was having concerns about security and she would talk to her father every day and unfortunately that day she was especially nervous it so happens she was killed later on these mm. guys a group of people turned up and just sprayed shooting like this house where they were staying in and she died because of that wow yeah very very you know so it, it's one year on now and they have they have some names of suspects six well, or seven people <laughs> i mean this is i mean it's not funny funny but <laughs> so where where is this line here so another 10 people suffered um injuries injuries and uh yes three people yeah another two people died two other two geologists who were just beginning their careers mm. and so the, the six people are the people who are the suspects at this point, right? Mm -hmm. After the first investigations were Garbanzo, they're all aliases. Garbanzo, Samir, Botija, Andres, Jonathan, and Nanis. They're all, uh, oh no, sorry. The first four are dissident groups of FARC were in a dissident group of FARC. FARC is the people, the left-wing militant group 
who's fighting against the government. Okay. Or who has been fighting against the government. And now Colombia is signing a peace accord with them and trying to move on to peace. Mm -hmm. So these four people were from the from a FARC dissident group. So they didn't agree with the FARC's peace um, negotiations. And the jo Jonathan and Nanis are from another paramilitary group called ELN. So that was... And, and, and that they were the people who turned up and shot at, at the group of geologists. And then they surmised that the head of this operation is a guy whose alias is Cabuyo. And he actually turns out to have a bastard name as well. Oh. Um, where is he? Ricardo, Ricardo Abel Ayala Ordego. And Ayala, uh -huh. Ayala. Uh -huh. is, an, uh, is a place in... Uh, is, it, is it Navarre? I think it is. I don't know. In any case, it's a Basque town. <laughs> okay. So I will take your word for it. <laughs> this, uh, there's a, there's a Saint Ayala, I think, as well. In any case, it's a, also a very, very common first name, name yeah. in, in, in the Basque country. First name, yeah. Hmm? Hey, Ayala. <laughs> Shout out to our friends. Yeah. Um, so the first person... Uh, to fall, as the article says, uh -huh. was Botija, who died when uh, the Air Force bombed the camp he was in. <laughs> wait, so, wait. Yeah, it's pretty intense, wait. right? <laughs> they suspected this group. Mm -hmm. But they are paramilitaries, right? Right, mm -hmm. but the government retaliated by bombing their camp? I mean, it wasn't immediate. It's like... They, they were, were like, just we bombing. Know they did it. They were bombing camps, and then they, when they went to identify, they were like, "Oh, this guy who was oh. responsible for the geologist was mm. also in the camp." It wasn't like specifically against him. Like they weren't targeting him. Yeah. Apparently, they they did target this camp because they believed Kabuyo was there at that point. Okay. So that's the excuse for bomb bombing the camp. Jesus, it is but right very intense, convoluted, right? Very intense, <laughs> super convoluted. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we should just leave it at that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they've bombed one of the guys, and they haven't arrested anyone else. Somebody else was killed as well. Because the story I saw today mm -hmm. about it was that they were holding some sort of vigil mm -hmm. to just don't forget that these people died, and I guess kind of asking for action. Just Which ones? This in this story, because mm -hmm. I saw an article. Mm today when I was searching, mm. um, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, this so was might, the place. You did read about the story. Somehow? I didn't read the story. Mm. I just, I just saw that it was in Antioquia. Yes. Mm -hmm. That name I recognize. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Where is this? And I didn't realize where it was. Columbia. And it just looked like they were holding like a vigil for those who'd mm. died okay. in this you know, shooting. Okay, maybe. And like to, to perhaps like ask mm. for action to be taken. Well, it was a year later, so yeah. it would make sense yeah. that they're, you know, yeah. trying to... Oh, that's interesting. And yeah. that's probably why it's in the news here, right? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's been a year and and people are like, come on, let's... It's a topic in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, p send us in more information if anybody has relevant information that you think we've skipped. It also says here that... On the 6th of October, uh, 2018, Garbanzo was captured. I love that name, by the way. Garbanzo. Garbanzo is hilarious. 
imagine that was like your gang name? Garbanzo. <laughs> you can call me Garbanzo. I'm, 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 I like Garbanzo. <laughs> it's a good name, I think. I'd, I'd I do be happy too. With I that. love it. I'd be happy with I that. I personally love it. He was uh, small, like me, you know. Yes. In and out of things. <laughs> In and out of roll in, roll out of the. <laughs> of the dryer. Like if I need to. Yeah. Is that your, yeah, exactly. your secret? In and out of the dryer. Superhero move. Yeah, like I could just like slip in, slip out. <laughs> Nobody would notice. I'm so small. <laughs> okay, let's 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 do this. Uh, let's trade a novel, Jules. It sounds like a project. No. <laughs> I like you can it. Go by Garbanzo. Super Garbanzo Garcia. <laughs> Anywho, so he um, Garbanzo was captured by the army in San Jose de la Montaña on in, in twenty eighteen. So that's that's another one. Oh, they caught him. Uh, yep, apparently they they got him with uh, the gun that actually killed. Um, I forgot her name. Let's go back. But in twenty eighteen. Laura Alejandra Flores Aguirre. I know, I'm a little bit confused. Where no, is the story from? Yeah. Sorry, the story is from uh, 2019. So uh, that's why. 20th of September 2019. Huh. I'm going to have to look again in my archives to see if it is the same story. Written by yeah, Heidi Tamayo Ortiz. And we did look up Ortiz, and it's not Basque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty common Spanish. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Apparently, it comes from, uh, um, it's like a, a kind of nettle, nettles, mm-hmm. uh, would translate. Ortiz. Okay. Ortiz or Ortega. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I think those are the only two that were, that were captured or that we know of so far. Mm-hmm. Well, to the point, like a year ago. So maybe more of, of these people were captured. And yeah, that was that was a story I found. Okay. Let's hope they they get more of the people. Yeah, we'll see if there's any resolution. Hmm. Yeah, just going down there to do your job, and so she was Canadian descent. No, she, I mean she was she, Canadian. She just worked for a Canadian firm. Oh, so she's from there, but she was working for a Canadian company. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Hmm. A geologist there. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I wonder why they were targeted. That's weird. So, in the story, there was a part where the she she says a couple of days before or a few days before. Yeah, because she was fearing for her life and stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, and apparently, so I don't know how long before. I'll, I'll rewind a little bit more. Like two or three weeks before, another group of of geologists that were camping somewhere close by, they were four or five people came with guns, and kind of. Uh, told them to get out of there, mm. and so that was happening. They, 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 these people safely got away, and uh, two, three days before the crime, and I didn't understand this very well, but it, they, they, some army clothing turned up torn, torn apparently. So it was apparently they interpreted the like torn clothes, yeah, as a we don't want any military around here. Uh huh. But that's how ambiguous it was. And then a few days, a few days they, later. Yeah, they associated maybe the corporation in cahoots with the government. Raping the land somehow, sure. maybe. Yeah, that's definitely the argument that FARC would be yeah. making. Which, you know, and also 
they also fight for um, indigenous rights, which mm-hmm. has been an issue yeah. over the last decades and centuries, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. In most places. Yeah. That are colonized. Exactly. No? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, but some some places have had indigenous leaders and like Ecuador mm. or or Peru in different stages, and they have tried to address some of those problems, not very successfully. But you know, right. I think Colombia definitely has been a place where the elites have always been in power. Hmm. You know, so yikes. Yeah. Let's let's hope the peace goes forward. We're actually just commenting this. Uh, also because the Colombian president was visiting Spain, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You did find out a story today. And he was a bit rude to the king, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we didn't really understand what the what his faux pas was either. He, he, apparently he didn't want to wear... He didn't a, wear something. A frank. And the, whatever yeah. that frank is. We don't in, know what a frank in, is. In, in Castilian. In <laughs> and I told Douglas, I was like, we're never going to need to know because we're never going to have any meetings with the king. So yeah, there's yeah. no need for us to worry about it. getting a frank to mm, wear to whatever wear. it is to yeah. in front of the king. I, I felt it was like a sash or something like yeah. that, or a fancy necklace, something. So he was supposed to wear something, and, yeah. and the king was super offended. Well, he, I like, <laughs> I kind of like the the response of the of the president because he was like, it's just some anti democratic symbols of power, you know. And I agree with him. Yeah, yeah, he called it elitist. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So. so. Yeah, we were like, yeah, that's cool. Go Colombia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring us back down to earth and and hope the peace talks go forwards. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Should we take a break? Let's. Let's take a break. See you guys soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Hello. As you say, summer's coming. Summer is uh, has arrived in May. Yeah, a bit too early, but hey. Yeah. It's a life. <clears throat> okay, so. The next story. We're here. Nurse faces legal action for Mm -hmm. faking Spanish kids' vaccines. Oh, my gosh. Right? That that, that already is reminding me of that story from Italy. You know that story I'm thinking about? No. There was this doctor who charged extra for people that wanted a false vaccine. And so they'd pay him and he'd inject them with the correct vaccine. (laughs) So, so that they could like say that they got it yeah. for like tra- like for trans travel and stuff. And yeah, because there are anti-vaxxers in Italy that didn't want the vaccine. Right. So this doctor said it wasn't the vaccine. So he said, oh, I'm just, okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give just give it. you some, you know, insulin or whatever. Uh, some B12 vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> but he'd inject them with the, the, real the real vaccine. Oh my God. Well, that sounds like they could sue him for that, right? Maybe. It's Italy. Who knows? <laughs> Everything can be sued for, I guess. It depends a, on your, uh, your so legal funny. system. Uh, well, this lady... Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Yeah, that was funny. That's funny. <laughs> so what's she doing now? Okay, so 42 families in Spain are pursuing legal action against a nurse whom they allege faked the process of administering routine vaccines to their children. So the nurse uh, worked for 18 months at a government clinic in Santurce, oh. which is in Bilbao, right? Mm-hmm. That's North of the Greater Bilbao. It's like Greater Bilbao, yeah. 
on the metro where, where line. Where the port is. Yeah. Yeah. Super port, as we call it. Mm-hmm. It's a super port. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very big, and they built it out quite extensively. I don't mm. know when, though, but yeah, it's, it's quite a new Yeah, port. we got cruise ships coming in there. We got everything. All the shipments. No, the cruise ship comes into the, San the Puerto Deportivo, no? I always thought they came into Puerto Deportivo. Maybe they don't. No. Okay. I wouldn't think so. I believe you. But I maybe. I don't know. It would seems make like a more sense. fun place to show up. It does. Um, I I just know because I see them coming out the metro. I'm sure it's on the metro. But, but they wouldn't have to go through any customs stuff? They, they have that ships. wherever oh. the ship arrives. But uh-huh. I guess it might be centered. It sounds more logical to be centered. All right. Well, I don't know. I always assumed, I guess, that it was Centrosy because that's where the port was. Mm. I do, yeah. But I, I could be wrong. We will know. Shall we look so. into it? <laughs> Maybe not now. Okay. Well, now Douglas is going to look into it, so let's see. Where do the cruise ships come in to Bilbao? Mm-hmm. In the port of the cruceros de Bilbao, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a cruise ship port. In Getcho. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Mm. Yep. Because mm. that, that is Getcho. Getcho is where the... Um, the Puerto po- yeah, Deportivo. This, which we would right? call... Right? It's called Puerto Deportivo. We would call it a marina in English, right? Yeah. So, it's where the marina is. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I guess... Huh. It's either next door to that or... Well, it is a lot more, like, fun to show up there than at the it? big port. Absolutely. The I mean, shipping containers are showing up. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely... But the ferry? What about the ferry that comes from England? That probably... I don't know. That's a different <laughs> question, Julie. That's a different question. But they come with cars and everything, so... Yeah. Hmm. What's the name? Is it Southport, Newport? What's the name of the English city it comes I thought from? it was like Birmingham. Portsmouth? Southport. It's not Southport. No. Oh, um... I thought it was Portsmouth. That's the one. Santurce y Siervara. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. So it's between these two. That will be Santurce. Yeah. 15 kilometers west of Bilbao, it says. Oh, well. I mean, maybe you could say that. It's more north. So that's where the ferry comes in. All right, all right. We've got it all worked out then. Where are these ships coming in? Anyway, well, this nurse, (laughs) 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 she was working in Santurce in a clinic. For 18 months, um, so they began their investigation in October after receiving complaints about the health workers' behavior. Okay. So when parents would take their children to be vaccinated, um, the nurse would inject them with, quote, very secretly and very fast. Hmm. And then threw the vial directly into the garbage can. <laughs> so some parents, some of the parents that are... in like involved in this lawsuit, mm-hmm. saw that the vial was still full. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. So the nurse hasn't been identified, mm-hmm. um, but she had also made frequent comments on discharging vaccines. So this is a Google Translate. So discharging, I'm assuming, throwing away vaccines. Yeah, this sounds weird. To discharge vaccines? Discargar? I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like a weird word. Yeah. That, that, that sounds like a, applying it. Right? I can look to the actual article because I always save the, the link to, to check those kind of discrepancies. It, it sounds like an injection, right? She would, <clears throat> but then, yeah, it was a vaccination. But then it would make oh, sense. No, I didn't check. This is the one I did not check. Keep the link. It's okay. Damn it, woman. 
In any case. All right. She's doing something wrong with the vaccines. So when they tested the affected children's blood, it was mm. discovered that many didn't have the antibodies that would be expected from receiving those vaccines. It feels like a smoking gun. Yep. It's <laughs> a weird so smoking gun So the legal case centers on the nurse's falsification of vaccine records which showed jabs had been administered when they allegedly hadn't, and the misuse of public funds by throwing away unused medicine. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 mm. it seems like a big word to say misuse of public funds when you're just throwing out some vaccines, but sure. Well, yeah, of course, you bought them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with them I all. I agree. That's it's just misuse of funds. Throwing mm. them away when... Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. These things can save lives. Um, the Spanish media has reported that up to 400 children could be affected. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the they're... last note in this article was like, anti-vaccine sentiment is generally rare in Spain. Yeah. They have the second highest rate of public confidence in vaccines in the European Union after Portugal. Yeah. Um, Spanish government st- statistics show that uptake of most infant vaccinations is more than 90%. So mm, good numbers. Yeah, I will point out though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that the Basque health system is separate from the Spanish. Yeah. Um. Although the vaccine thing, might, I think, yeah. was yeah, done nationally. Be. Yeah. As, yeah. As a whole thing together. Mm. But yeah, we. Yeah. We, and perhaps we were... other vaccinations as well, like. No. Like the well, rubella and what are the the MR MRMs? It's rubella, mm-hmm. mumps, and. Mm-hmm. Measles, right? Yeah, you got it. Son of a nurse for some reason. I'm a daughter of a nurse. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> like my dude friend, Julie. You're like my dude friend. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, Douglas was unable to find many stories, so I'm going to tell the rest of the stories, okay? It is true. I, I or do you have any more for... comments about this nurse before we move on? No, I was just going to say, just in general, that, um, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I was, I had a big problem during the um, COVID times, ethically, with, with the fact that the Spanish government uh, took over uh, the Basque health system. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was unwarranted, and it was just an interference in our business. There are other aspects like buying vaccines together where not only did the Basque country get together with Spain to buy vaccines, but mm-hmm. different nations in Europe got together to buy right. in, in bigger batches. Right. And, and of course, I'm, I'm up for that. But, but they, oh, they took it over for, I don't exactly remember how long, it was something like two months, hmm. you know, during the, the first outbreak of, 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 the, of COVID. Yeah. And I just didn't like that. I mean, I trust in Osaki Detsa to make the right moves. And I think it's just confusing. And Yeah. It wasn't... Yeah. I mean, I yeah. imagine it was just a collaboration because it was so out of control. And there were so many deaths here, too. It was pretty True. high on the death in terms of Europe. Yeah, but like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't unusual more than anywhere else. Like, the Basque Country specifically wasn't bad... No, you know, no, just Spain in general. Yeah, because of the number of older people, it's just a general. Yeah, there's a lot of elderly consequence. So, yeah, that's that's <clears> my <throat> thing. You know, I wish they had just left Tosaki Dead alone, and that that was irritating. I didn't like that. 
<laughs> okay. I wanted to register that. <laughs> All right. What do you think of this nurse, though? Faking. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's weird, right? I mean, I mean, it's 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 fake news, right? That's the cause of that. It's fake news. What do you mean? It's it's because Facebook has so many weird oh, people. Oh, like disinformation yeah. or misinformation. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, it's not something that I think. I don't think it's something that would naturally occur here. You know, to, to for the anti-vaxxers to to sort of start movement or anything. Mm-hmm. So I see it kind of like as an outside influence in the beginning. Although now you know, there's people who firmly are skeptical. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate situation. Particularly with the COVID vaccine. Yeah, yeah, but like it's in terms specific... of like the other childhood vaccines that everybody gets these days in developed countries. The danger is that that would spread, right? That, yeah. That people would be more and more reluctant that sentiment, to get yeah. vaccines, and that's mm. an issue in general. But I don't think it's a specific it's concern for the best country. Yeah. No. Mm. Mm. Well, we're, this we're lady right took sense. it into her own hands. Yeah, it sounds like for at like least eighteen months. It turns out it's the only thing she can do, really, huh? Like, did she go into the field for this? Like, was this her... Her whole project? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to nursing school. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead, do all the grueling hours. I'm going to get the the marks you need to get into nursing school. Yeah. Just to do this. Like, how do you pass it? You have to go and you go, I don't believe in this, but the correct answer would be this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she'd know the correct answer, but you yeah. still... It depends how young they are. If she was super young, I, I could believe that. But no, I don't know. She's unidentified. She's, she's probably just uh, changed <laughs> her mind at some point, I would suppose. Maybe, yeah. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An odd one, I hope. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. She'd been working for a long time, and it was just in this period of 18 months, mm-hmm. something changed her mind, and she decided and It could to... be specific to COVID vaccines, because there was a lot of no, talk it was, around it. No, it didn't say anything about being COVID vaccines. more oh, like no. those childhood ones. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, oh, like right. the ones everybody gets. I had misunderstood gets... that. Yeah. Right. I had misunderstood yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't COVID. Oh, so she has to be dealt with. That's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be dealt with. I mean, who cares about COVID, right? But. Measles. <laughs> <laughs> freaking hell. You to... I know, right? There's new outbreaks because of those things. And then people who haven't been vaccinated get it. You know, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Mess, mess. Yeah. Good. It's good that the system's dealing with this problem. Mm-hmm. Can't believe that people got got away with 400 it. children may That's have been a lot affected. Of kids. Yeah. Maybe it's not too late to Maybe they caught it. Oh, it's, it they won't be, yeah. It's all those get it now all those things are pretty low when you were supposed to get it. Yeah, we don't have many cases, so it should be addressable now. Yeah. And they'll have that list of whoever should treat it, right? So yeah. it's, it's a question of just going through. And they te- it sounds like they tested Several kids. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's not too long ago, right? So, no, this was in October when they filed the lawsuit. Right. So they or made the the report, or mm-hmm. they denounced her. How do you say that? They reported her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So interesting. So this uh, story, I feel like we had a story similar to this on another cheeky soda about a squid that appeared on a beach, right? A giant squid. Maybe it was... A dead giant squid. Something recalls, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a dolphin. Oh, poor baby. I know. On a beach in Deba. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, this dolphin appeared on this beach. 
um, in April. Mm-hmm. And apparently a year ago, like a year from this time, mm-hmm. there were there was a whale that had beached on the same beach. Okay. And uh, a bunch of people that were at the beach kind of got it back into the water. Mm-hmm. And it's assumed that it found its way back to its herd or whatever. Okay. But on this occasion, this year, so that was a year ago, uh, was a dolphin. And uh, people also tried to save it, mm-hmm. like tried to put it back into the water. Mm-hmm. But they, tr- you know, it just kind of ended up dying. Back, so mm-hmm. they, um, this is a quote from one of the bystanders or whoever was trying to help the dolphin. He, he, they gave it the pronoun he. Mm-hmm. He was with... Uh, Oh no! This person was with the chi- with some children, his mm-hmm. kids or something. Mm. We saw him at the edge of the water, and um, we tried to take him into deeper waters. And at one point, used a like a piece of material to help move it. Okay, like a towel or something, probably. Yeah, trying to move it back into the water. Yeah, because then you can you can have two or three people kind of try and lift it together. Yeah, and so they did manage to get him into an area where there was enough water for him to swim. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they did give the dolphin the male pronoun. <laughs> mm-hmm. He moved, he waggled, this is the quote, he moved, he waggled, but with hardly any strength. Mm-hmm. He did not advance, and after a short time, he turned on his side and allowed himself to be carried away oh. by the water mm-hmm. until he ended up on the shore again where he died. Mm-hmm. Poor, Poor Bubba. Baby. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they were saying that this is a striped dolphin. It's a species that inhabits the waters of temperate or tropical zones mm. around the world. So it's totally out of place. Yeah, and their size and shape is similar to that of other dolphins that inhabit the same waters. However, their coloration makes them easy to disting- distinguish. Mm. The underside or the ventral part mm-hmm. is white or pink, um, but this one had dark, too dark, yeah, too dark... Uh, blue strands or blue bands mm-hmm. um, that start from behind the ears and end on the pectoral fins. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, we're Googling yeah. pictures. It looks like a beautiful dolphin. So um, this one often moves in large groups, so it's kind of weird that they... It's, it's out of place. It was like on its own. And alone. Mm. Yeah. Pobre. Poor baby. Yeah. Well, I have to say here, though... How weird. I've never seen a dolphin here, have you? Or whales, but I know there are whales. There that are. people have seen. Yeah. I've never seen one. No, I haven't either. I mean, <laughs> we have to remember they were hunted extensively in the back yes. country. So it's kind point. of understandable. Yeah. But um, here I just clicked on the Wikipedia and it does show like... That this area would the have The Bay them. of Biscay would be its habitat. Okay. So it's definitely the northern... And, I mean, I think it goes up to about England. Temperate. Would would it fit into temperate climate, right? Maybe it's one of those where if it's like winter, they might not be here, you know? And right. they go to warmer waters and then in summer they come up here. Because, mm. yeah, I, that could be the case. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely heating up. <laughs> yes, yes. So they thought maybe this was the tropics. I don't mm. know. Poor baby. Imagine, like, maybe that was, maybe, maybe the, war, the sea was too warm and it, Thought they were somewhere else. Who knows? Mm. That's very yeah, it sad. could have been. Yeah. Mm. All right. So um, I'm going to tell this other story 
ecological. Because I saw so many of these stories Mm -hmm. uh, when I was searching. So they're really concerned right now about um, the security of security guards, (laughs) (laughs) particularly on um, public transport. Oh. Because there have been like an uptick in assaults on these security guards. And I had been thinking a lot because of our last story about, um, what was his name? Koldo Mm -hmm. Varanyaga, the guy that killed the the serial killer, that killed the four people in our last story in Vitoria. Remember, Douglas? You were there. I told you the whole story. Oh, that guy. That guy. (laughs) Right. That guy. I just didn't recognize. I'm just terrible at names. Yeah. But yes, the one that killed. Remember, four he people. like he was kind of like a con man and a hustler. Yeah. But one of his jobs that he did after being a Basque teacher was a security guard. Oh. So right. it got me thinking about like the job of a security guard, and I don't want to like throw any shade at people that work as security guards, but they always kind of seem a bit sketchy, right? Like you couldn't be a cop, but yeah. you want to have some sort of position of authority. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's I, I, why I, this story caught my eye. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's a role that some people might gravitate to, mm-hmm. which are maybe not the best More than people. others. Like, I would never want to be a security guard. Yeah, no, no. Would well, you? No. I mean, I'm a doorman, so... Yeah, <laughs> and so sort you're of, kind of, yeah. I've never been interested in violence at all. Yeah. I'm there to keep the peace, and you know, mm-hmm. and in my books, I'm clearly just there to kind of tell people what the situation what, is, or what they can or can't do. Yeah. Like it can't come in or not, right? But like when it's a security There's guard, a and you see somebody detail. doing something wrong, mm. and they're already in the place. Basically, you don't have any other authority than to say, "Don't do that." Exactly. And when, then when if it you escalates, need backup, you need I have to call police. the cops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, that's what this is about, is that there's, they're trying to get more, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish, like what they would want a security guards to have. It's kind of just mm-hmm. being talked about right yeah. now, because there was a, um, um, these have all been kind of happening in the same area, uh, on the Renfe train. Okay. Um, one agent had to receive medical attention um, from being pushed onto the ground. They got attacked in the, um, there was a group in San Sebastian port on Mm -hmm. some group of kids or young people attacked Mm. this guard. And another one was attacked in a supermarket in Irun. These all seem to be happening in Capuzqua. Yeah. At the end of March. Um, but this most recent one, so they're calling it like an increase in these, assaults on Mm -hmm. security guards that are primarily well no this one was in renfe there two of them were in renfe and the other one was at the port and the other one was in the supermarket right Mm -hmm. so they're varied so they kind of find themselves to be um defenseless Mm -hmm. because they're they can't they don't really have any real authority yeah like you can't actually tell somebody you can tell somebody stop doing that Mm -hmm. but you don't really have the law I guess on your side, you have like I the public, you have the private institution that you work for's mm-hmm. permission to tell people what to do, mm-hmm. but like literally, you can't arrest anyone. No, you can't detain anyone. No. Right? Like, no. so this one that was most recent was um, uh, the security guard got attacked by a group of uh, people who 
uh, were smoking on the train. Mm, oh my gosh. Yeah. Ridiculous. So went to tell them to stop smoking and they attacked him. So. Wow. Intense. So yeah, there's all these unions like saying, come on, we need to, but I'm not sure what they really want. Yeah. It's a hard one. Cause like, yeah, I don't know what they want. Like, do you want, you don't want to give them guns. Yeah, you don't want to give no. them don't want tasers or, yeah. you know, like things like that. Cause no. I'd so. be happy with some more protective gear, but how much is that going to help, right? Yeah. Because it's not like gun violence. It's just people no. pushing and maybe some punches. Yeah, and it was for smoking yeah. sort of things. It's always like these minor... And I guess like the thing in the supermarket was somebody maybe shoplifting or something. I mean, I, that, that's something clearly against the law, like you were saying. Sure, shoplifting what, is against the law, but it's not that... But smoking that. as well. Yes, mm. but these things are not super you know you're not putting the public in danger by shoplifting or smoking on a train in the sense True. that like you're not still breaking tasked law. with yeah but mm. you're not tasked with you know having to stop somebody from causing harm to others and perhaps there are cases where that is the case where security oh, guards for sure there'll be a fight there'll or be something fights, or, yeah, yeah. Mm. i don't know what the kind of policy would be if they're supposed to intervene or not they yeah it might not be no. Supposed to intervene and just call people. But I mean. But I've seen security guards so many times too that are just like taking their authority. Way too far. To the umpteenth yeah. level, yeah. right? Yeah. Interrogating people. They're like, you are clearly. I've seen it happen where it's like a clearly a racial bias or mm-hmm. it's like a, you know. Mm. So. I also have my issues there with it's that. A dodgy one. It's it's a similar one to the police, right? Like they have authority. We're telling kids to stop sitting on some steps. Mm, yeah, that's. And it's too like, much. what were the kids doing? They were just sitting on some steps, hanging out. You know. Yeah. So. That yeah, kind of I. Stuff. I mean, I, I think there's so many issues there. You know, like there's humans and power, and how easy it is to just not know how to use it or use it too much. Or, yeah. There's a lot of issues there. Mm. And training and and psychological appropriateness of a job to people mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's uh you know i think the solution would be just for all to be robots but we're not quite there yet <laughs> but you know it what looks, would the robot do i mean it, it would f- number one nobody's worried about if it's Stop gonna be hard. smoking <laughs> yeah <laughs> extinguish the cigarette <laughs> Google just Bart. make it really annoying. GPT. That would be actually good. Like the robot would just make it really annoying for them to just be on the train anymore. I mean, the security guards can do that too. They can take a whistle and start whistling. Yeah, but they're in not in any. They wouldn't be in any physical danger. Like the robot would, could be yeah, like. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be on the floor going beep 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> this person is smoking. <laughs> I think you're being disparaging towards robots there, Julie, with that voice. My 1980s idea of robots is what's coming to mind. I'm just saying, they're going to be ruling us soon. We have to be nice to them. They don't have to be nice to robots. They don't have feelings. I'm not sure, and you're not sure either, are you? They might have As far as I know, they don't. (laughs) Yet. Let's leave the options open. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so okay, in your world, the robot would come up and try to, like, um, you know, like, try to talk him down. Like, do you really need to have a cigarette right now? Just try to diffuse the situation. What I mean, I'm do? just... How would they intervene? I think the first request would be a request, no? The oh, second one would be what? I'm really sorry. It seems like you didn't notice you were in a train. Would you mind turning <laughs> off the cigarette? <laughs> 
on the second one. <laughs> According to law number 77345, you are not allowed. Sanctions include this, this, And the voice this. changes. Yeah, yeah. Well, why not, right? You've yeah. got to use and your tools. And the third, what would be the third one? I am going to be forced to intervene physically now. and have The police to have turn... been called. <laughs> I, well, yeah, maybe, yeah. That, that... The police will be meeting you at the next stop. Yeah, I have identified you as Jose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Facial recognition. I am something. sending a, a 300 euro fine, fine to your house yeah. in this right exact moment. Well, there you go, there you go. Okay, you can see it. Lots All of possibilities right. there. That's that story. Okay. Um, Get some Tesla bots on the. Let's see what other ones. On the Gipuzka train from now on. <laughs> see how okay, this one. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about the security guards? Go robots. Go robots. Okay. <laughs> Stay on brands. All right. So in Gipuzkoa, four people were arrested for identity theft in the theoretical driving test. Okay. okay. Identity theft. Wait for it. Is it like you're taking the exam for me? Yes. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. So two of the defendants traveled from Navarra and Barcelona to take the exam in place of the real candidates. Or the people that were supposed to be taking the exam. A lot of work here. Yeah. So uh, they've arrested four people between the ages of 37 and 50 for impersonating their identity upon payment. So they got paid. In order to pass the driving test. (laughs) In... Beasain, how, how Beasain, Beasain, and Aspetia. Mm. Yeah. Um, how odd. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, they mean, did not want to take the fucking theoretical test. I mean, I feel it. Mm. Like if I could just get so I can drive, but I don't have my driver's license yet, which is like a shame, because I know how to drive. Okay, so you're you don't have a but a I don't valid have a, li- a valid license here because mm. I have to take the test. I got to do some driving. Tesla got to pass both the practical and so the theoretical. So this was theoretical. a personal story for you, Julie. Well, <laughs> like I, I never hire? thought about hiring somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Not suggesting Julie would come. No, crime. and I I'm wouldn't. Sorry. I'll just study for the stupid test and fucking do it the right way. Um, yeah, so they paid some people to go take this test because what a pain in the ass to have to take this test. That is weird. Like. Because, like, on the one hand, I would I would assume, like, younger people are not very good at driving, and maybe young people would do that, but at 40, 50-year-olds? No, these are the ones that are, were arrested, okay. that were taking the test, being paid okay. to take the test. So maybe it was else. for, like, a 20-year-old. So I think it was, yeah, I, I can't, I don't have, I have to check. Interesting. I don't know who. Because that would make more sense, right? I like, don't know people who. are driving less and less, and... Yeah, and you could have been older, too, because it's quite expensive as well. I mean, you could be paying mm. up to, like, a 1,000 euros just to get take Through both one the theoretical test. test and all the driving practice. Right. And then you take the, pra- the driving test. So, it, yeah, it's very expensive here okay. to get your driver's license. I know people, a lot of people travel out because every municipality has yeah, a different so thing. Yeah, so people go to different areas, yeah, to take it because it's a lot cheaper than exactly. the past country. Yeah. So, but that's not... <laughs> Illegal, it's fine, you know. Right, because it's go a national. Galicia and take a yeah. test in Galicia because it's cheaper. I th- I actually considered it. I thought about maybe I'll just go spend a month in Cantabria, <laughs> take some. Tests. I, I actually didn't know you didn't have a violent license here. I'm surprised because you know Americans. I know, mm. and I miss driving a lot. Crazy. But I really don't. I mean, when do I ever drive? But I do kind of miss the idea that I could rent a car if I wanted to. You know, mm. those kind of things. That's when I'm like, damn it. 
And yeah, and I miss driving, and I would like to be able to drive. But anyway, so um, Grand there was uh, two Pakistanis, the four people that were arrested. Two of them were Pakistani, and two mm. were sub-Saharan. Okay. Aged 37, 39, 40, and 50. I'm glad they're so good at passing tests. I know, and like in nice? yeah, and they're they're taking it in another language, not yeah. their native language. That's pretty good. Which is kind of like and that's half so the reason of you these... probably didn't do it, right? You're like, <laughs> I heard you could take it in English if oh, you really? wanted to. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's but cool. like uh, I have an app to I mean imagine to take that... practice exams and it's all in Spanish, so I might as well learn the right. You know, whatever the. What do you call it? The... I'm sure you could like spot like five mistakes in the exam <laughs> if you did it in English. Yeah, because they're always trying to trick you too. It's always like a multiple choice oh, question, horrible. so they're always trying to trip you up. That's you know, horrible. Yeah, like oh. in most multiple really... choice exams. So that you also have to think that way too. Like they're trying to trip you up by say by picking the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Like it's like if this happens, should you mm-hmm. pull off on an exit and stop? Mm-hmm. And one time I selected that, for example, mm-hmm, on one of these practice exams. And it was like, no, you should actually continue. Don't stop on the on the exit. Mm-hmm. Get off mm-hmm. the exit and go somewhere where you can stop. Mm. So that was like the trick. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess so. You have to read it literally. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stop on an exit. <laughs> yeah. Which I would never do. No, <laughs> but then when you're thinking about it in your head, you're probably thinking there's a... There's an extra bit on the road, and you get off the main road, you know, to be on yeah, the sides. Yeah, And that would be safer. I can't remember what the actual answer was, but hmm. but well, I just again, remember getting that wrong, like to exit the freeway or whatever, mm-hmm. the motorway. Wow. <laughs> and I got it wrong because it was like, I stopped in the exit, which is like, I would never stop in the exit. I agree. You know? I agree. <laughs> I mean, let it be registered. I don't drive, never have, never <laughs> tried to pass. Not interested. Um, so, but also one of these guys, um, hmm. the, okay, so they have an maybe they weren't taking it in, they had help from the outside while mm-hmm. taking the exam. Oh, they didn't even know it themselves. Yeah. That's it's what like this, in this case, cause I'm going to tell you how one of them did it. Okay. So, uh, the examiners detected that another applicant used an electronic device made up of a Wi-Fi router. A portable external battery and a micro camera located located on his shirt. Wow. And a small size telephone through which he received responses via vibrations in the form of a Morse code. Wow. So he knew Morse code. That's Well, I'll tell you what the Morse code oh, was. Oh, it's like one, two, three, four. If the answer right. was A, one vibration. Yeah, if the no... answer was B two and C three. Is that how Mar- is that Morse codes? I know. No, I. It's not. <laughs> maybe it is for numbers. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Interesting. Anywho. Yeah. And then the investigators learned that this man. Oh, so this is a different one. It's not the Pakistani or Sub-Saharan. It's oh. a Moroccan man. Okay. Was paid two thousand euros to do this wow. exam. It's a good amount of money. Yeah. Wow. It's a nice gig. <laughs> that guy really didn't want to take the exam, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I think everybody's going to start. It's not start. Everyone needs to stop driving soon anyway, so. Yeah. What's the point? Definitely not going to spend I like driving, euros. so I would like to continue driving. I enjoy it. I love driving in games. It's hilarious. But yeah. I especially like dying. It's flying yeah, off, off sides. the edge of the, yeah. So fun in VR. <laughs> Recommend it to everybody. Mm. 
All right, shall we do a final sh- story? Let's go. This one was uh, my favorite of all the okay. stories. Okay. This Ending on a high. This is the headline. This is a Florida man, so it's finally... A, you had a Columbia one, I've got a Florida man story. Florida man story is a genre. Yes, it is. We have to <laughs> hashtag Florida, Florida man. <laughs> and I was fucking stoked to find out his surname was Basque. Nice. <laughs> I was like, yes, I can tell this story. Man running from cops stops to pet cats... Goes to jail. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh. It's a crime to arrest a man petting a cat. I think. Well, he wasn't arrested for that. He was. I'm sure. No, no, no. So I'll yeah, tell yeah. you the story. Okay. I'm just going to read this to you. Okay. But while a man is petting a cat, it should be illegal to arrest them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave the cats alone, sir. Step away from the cats. <laughs> we don't but I'm petting. I'm petting. I'm petting. <laughs> We have a situation here. It's been three hours. The man does not stop petting. He's just trying to calm down by petting the cats. Like, I just want to calm down. It's therapeutic petting He's running away. He's running away. (laughs) What is happening here? Okay, so police say the Florida man led them on quite a chase. All right. Mm. All right. Um, A Boca Raton man Mm. last week who was in the middle of fleeing police stopped by a home, asked for water... (laughs) And then proceeded to lay down and play with the homeowner's cats. Lay down? <laughs> what kind of house some stranger comes up to you, lays down on the floor and is petting my cats? <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Which essentially is what kind of caught, so I'll tell you the story. Florida, right? In Florida. Weird place. Yeah, it you gotta is. Visit. It is. Have you visited? Very Florida. Uh, no, never been to Florida. Curious? I am. I'm very I'm curious. really curious, yeah. I do want to go to Florida someday. I want to see this this 1920s architecture. Yeah. And then the birds. I just want to see... Yeah. I mean, and it's like in the Caribbean, essentially, too. Mm. So it's like got a lot of pretty places as well. Got all those alligators. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. My grandfather loved watching the birds. Like, he's a Yeah. Big, it's just like tropical. A... It's like tropical. Yeah. Part Upper of the world. tropical. Yeah. I, I follow a few um, plant channels on YouTube. Hmm. Um, and the gardens they tour down in Florida are beautiful. Hmm. And yeah, they have things from all the tropics, and yeah, hmm. love. It looks like a really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a shame about their politics. It's a shame. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that DeSantis is in charge. That fucker. Ouch. That's a that's a mini crime. I know, and I don't want to get political, but man, that man makes me so mad. Anyway, so the man. Okay, so. The man was accused of taking $2,000 out of a friend's wallet following mm-hmm. a night of partying. Oh, wow. Then he crashed a Lexus into multiple vehicles, oh. including a cop car and a fire <laughs> hydrant. And then he ran into this residential area. So, right? The cops were after yep. him. They hit, he hit a cop car. What a mess. Yeah. So, everybody, all the cops were following him, right? Mm-hmm. So, the Boca Raton and the Delray Beach Police Departments were right. on his tail. I hear a lot of heavy steps. Yeah. So, the man <laughs> walked up to Candace Noonan's back sliding glass door. Oh, Candace. And let himself in. Okay. So, he just let himself into this woman's house. Another saying, crime. Saying that he was a landscaper working next door. He asked her for a glass of water and she obliged. What a generous woman. I know. She's like, wow, oh, okay, he must be thirsty. So, when she returned with the water, the man was lying down on the floor <laughs> playing with her cats. And then this is her quote. It was very mm-hmm. odd. 
I mean, this guy's on something. Come on. He's crashing <laughs> yeah. into police. So when Noonan's husband tried to question the man, he fled outside and tried <sighs> to get away from police by diving into the intracoastal waterway. So oh. he dived into some water. Okay. The crew on board a police boat what? landed him, like caught him. Uh-huh. And then they took him to jail. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So his name is Daniel Pinedo. Uh-huh. Pinedo. And so I looked up the surname. Which is in, in you know, it sounds like Castilian. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's uh, Pinedo Bella Patino is okay. his full name. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a, it's Basque. I looked up the surname origin. Basque, mm-hmm. habitual name from Pinedo, a town in Alaba, mm. which is a province of the Basque country. Mm. How interesting. And the name is, comes from a variant, like a pine forest, or mm-hmm. it comes from a variant of Pineda, which means pine forest. Okay. Pinedo is a variant of that name, and it's the name of a town, right? Yeah, I'm So he was 21. He now faces a long list of charges, including burglary of an occupied dwelling. So that's him walking into her house, I suppose. Uh-huh. Three counts of drug possession, three counts of assault, hit and run, and grand theft auto, among others. <laughs> and he's 21. He's a baby. But he loves cats. You gotta love that. <laughs> Redeeming. He's totally. gotta get at least two totally. years off of his sentence because of the cat petting. He's got a big heart. Yeah, he's like, oh, look how cute your little cats are. That is adorable, isn't I it? I mean, I love cats, but I don't throw myself on the floor. Not if I'm running from the cops. I would throw myself on the floor. But not if I'm running from the cops in the middle of a that boy's an not escape. Well. <laughs> that boy's not well. Proof, baby. No, he probably was on drugs. It did say that the night before he was at a party and stole $2,000 from his buddy. I know, that's a fun wallet After to have around party, you. After a night of partying, so... I'd be happy to be partying with somebody with two thousand dollars in their wallet. I know who carries around yeah. two thousand dollars in their wallet. Never, never heard of credit cards down there. Yeah, sketchy. Totally sketchy. But but a good story. I liked it. Nice yeah. and nice and lightweight. Yeah, yeah. There was diving into water. Nobody died. Yeah. I mean, we... it was quite the chase, right? Crashing a Lexus into the three cars and a cop car and a fire hydrant. I wonder if the fire hydrant, like, exploded. exploded. The water. Yeah. The classic scene. Like in scene. the movies. <laughs> that That's would beautiful. be awesome. It's definitely going to do that in reconstruction. Yeah, when we make the movie <laughs> about his life. <laughs> I mean, it's very charismatic. Yeah. And the so husband coming out like, so you work next door. I didn't know the Millers were doing any work in their yard. No. <laughs> I see no work in their yard. Uh, my cover's blown. <laughs> So he, he stole so from that house. Did he take the glass? Did I think he, like, run he away was, with the glass? I don't know. Like, that's the weird thing is, mm. like, that was the report. He stole something from the... No. Oh, you mean the burglary charge. That's charge, yeah. I think it's just entering her house. Oh, that's considered burglary. Okay. Well, walking in. I would say, uh, yeah, not, uh, you know, it's like It's like breaking and entering kind of thing. Like, letting yourself into somebody's house. It's not your house. But that's considered burglary. It's just for me, bro. It feels like it should be stealing. The, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. maybe the glass of water. They're like, we're charged with the glass of water. Wait a second. It's because the no, word... but burglary is stealing, like legitimately. Yeah. But I think you could probably get charged with burglary just for entering a property that's not yours. Mm-hmm. It, I, but I wouldn't think be surprised. that would be like trespassing or something. But that's the word I was looking for. Or forceful entry. Yeah. Forced entry. Uh, that kind of word is what I would call yeah. it. But yeah. But he didn't 
He must have just, it was open, so he just walked in, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Is that an excuse? I don't think it's an excuse. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. As in he, yeah, not forced entry, but yeah, I, didn't, I see what you mean, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't forced, but it wasn't a burglary Going either. Going into someone's home It was less permission. of a burglary. But I love that she person. like obliged him, like, I'm, can I get a glass of water? She's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, if you've it's got a, a stranger in your house, down in Florida. I think I just obliged to get him out of here as fast as possible. I don't know. She left him alone, right? Went to go get the glass of water. Comes back. And then came back the and he was on the floor with her cats. It's a hilarious scene. <laughs> so it just sounds scene. like a nice lady that was just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I could Only in Florida. Ten points Floridians. Well, Americans are kind of friendly like that. They Most are. Pro- well, I shouldn't say that because there's a lot of stories where they're not friendly. But There's a lot of friendly stories, too. But there are a lot of friendly people. Yes, I was shocked by friendliness in, in America. I know, they are really friendly. Yeah. I remember it because like, people say Bilbao is a very serious town. Like People don't smile a lot. But they're suspect. <laughs> yeah. No, like, you know, for me it's just... I mean, I, I worked in bars for years and years. And so mm. I like that, you know... From my it's a little bit of a selfish point of view but from my point of view nobody's paying me to get some smiles in my face right yeah yeah you don't have to kiss anyone's ass yeah yeah and, and if i'm just serving you i'm comfortable not smiling most of the time i'll give people a mini smile hmm. but i don't want like free lines on my face for strangers <laughs> So I kind of like that. And then I, I go to to New York and I stay in my friend's house first morning, right? Mm-hmm. After the airport arrival thing. Go out the street. Good morning! Isn't it a beautiful day? And I'm like, I thought New York was supposed to be like... Rude, a, right? Yeah, yeah. Resting bitch face as well. But no. Mm-mm. It was super friendly. No, I remember going to New York too, expecting them to be rude because it was yeah. a big city and being surprised. That much everybody was really than, friendly and helpful. Much friendly than Bilbao, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. Ten points, everybody. Ten points. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the, the, the story. It's cheeky, so whether or not it was cheeky, well, yeah. that, that remains to be seen. But It's cheeky in our hearts. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Oh, do we have a mini crime? Oh. Did anyone think of a mini crime? Didn't you think of one? Well, it's not really a mini crime. I was just talking about some old lady that it's, it's a thematic from uh, the crime because we've had a we've had a security guard in the metro already, so it's appropriate. <laughs> so I was on the metro and this lady was sending a text on her phone, mm-hmm. um, but made you know made sure that she was first in line to get out the doors of the metro on on you know leaving the metro. Right. So it was like blocking the door mm-hmm. with herself and wanted to be the first one out. Which is acceptable if you're paying attention. Fine. Like if she, yeah. If you got up there first, fine. Go. Leave. You be the first one out. But uh, she just kept texting and it was like, we're at the stop. She wouldn't open the door. And there's all these people standing behind her. Open the door, lady. We all have to leave. But she was busy finishing her text. Mini crime, mini crime. Yeah. But I imagine, I mean, she did eventually push the button and open the door, but... Three seconds later. But I was so... <laughs> it was, it's more about... It's a crime because I was irritated. Is it? Is it? Having to... Like, is it especially a because crime? somebody runs... Yeah, like somebody runs up to the door to be the first one out. You know what I mean? You kind of... You all... She did that? I didn't... Well, I didn't yeah, like, okay. it's one of these people that, like, goes, I'm going to be first uh-huh, one out, you uh-huh, know, like, uh-huh. and makes their way right to the door because everyone's moving toward the door. 
Yeah. So it's obvious several people are getting off at this stop. Especially the main stop. But she yeah. made sure she got right there, but then got back to her texting. And yeah. So I guess it's not that big of a crime. Attention crime. It's just politeness like a crime. politeness crime. Yeah. Politeness crime. Yeah. Terrible. Or, you know, if you're not in that big of a hurry, you don't in ge- in general, rush to the front. People are quite nice in the metro, though. Yeah. yeah, but I still get really irritated by people that when you're trying to leave, they yeah. just start coming in. Yeah. That's just like, that drives me insane. Like, and I lived in Tokyo for some time and they had the markings on the, on the floor always. And you'd have a place for, like, in, right in front of the door, which is like, don't stand here because people are going to exit the car. Mm-hmm. And then next to, on both sides, you had little, little Entry. lines yeah. for queue up here. Yeah. Until everybody's left. Cause Off the train. Yeah. Making a lot of room time, on the train. Right? I can't leave because people are in front of me. Right. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, nobody learn about the Japanese uh, no, loading and unloading train system. No, it's insane to me. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> like, let people off first and mm. then go in, you know? Yeah, I know. I get the pressure. I'm, I'm, I like to be the, the guy opening the door. And I'm always, like, pressing before, like, when it's, before it's arriving. <laughs> I'm like just for everybody to see that I'm 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 really trying. <laughs> we're not gonna wait one second further. As soon as it's able to open, yeah. it's gonna come open. I, I and make we're a, all getting out of here. <laughs> I make a little bit of a show. I'm always like click 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody gets a second too late to mm. off the train. And especially if you race to be the first one. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, definitely be on the door duty. That lady's in your black books Opening now. the door for everyone else. Black books, black <laughs> <Yeah>. books. <laughs> All right, Douglas, well, it's always a pleasure Indeed. spending this time with you and exchanging crimes of the basket. Crime stories, you. yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody else enjoyed it as well. Yeah. And uh, hope to see you next week. Yeah. So we bid you a gore. Crimes of the Basque Lands is written and produced by Douglas D. Carvalho, Julie Garcia, and Megan Dooley. The sound and editing for each episode by Douglas D. Carvalho, and Megan Dooley. Theme song written by Douglas D. Carvalho, Julie Garcia, and Megan Dooley. Sung by the choir with no name and produced by Tom Squires. Podcast art by Distinct Signal. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Crimes of the Basque Lands and contact us at crimesofthebasquelands at gmail.com with story ideas worldwide which have a connection to the Basque Country, or any rave reviews. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, like, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, Agur! agur.